the traditional school system is based around memorizing and taking tests. And it sets the student up to be good at being tested or remembering things, but not for actually learning them and, you know, keeping them in your memory and knowing about them. So, yeah, I feel like education is more about experiences and growing through experiences. If someone's not into adventure, it doesn't have to be adventure. It can be, I don't know what someone's super into, but I feel like education is more hands-on and really breaking things apart and learning, really learning about it rather than just learning at the fact and writing it down in a test. As a young mother, I experienced a paradigm shift that transformed how I saw education and ultimately the world around me. I started this podcast, The Luminous Mind, to connect with and learn from people who are disrupting the status quo in how they learn, educate, and live in the world around them. Prepare for a paradigm shift. Light a candle. Light your world. Benjamin Franklin said, instead of cursing the darkness, light a candle. You're listening to The Luminous Mind with your host, Rebecca Bowman. Today's Firestarter is Zoe Greenhouse. As a world schooler, Zoe Greenhouse called everywhere from Guatemala to France home until sixth grade when she decided she wanted to be normal. She spent the next five years at school, but in 10th grade finally realized traditional education wasn't for her. Since then, she's been planning adventures, doing self-directed projects, and encouraging others to think outside the box. Well, welcome, Zoe. Thank you. It's great to be here. Yes, I'm so excited to have you join our podcast and tell us kind of what you've been doing. Um, Sounds super exciting according to what I read in the bio. But before we get into any of the stuff you're doing now, why don't you give us some background information and just tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Well, that's a loaded question. But um, (laughs) a brief summary would be basically I I went to school for a a while and um, I just didn't feel like it was giving me the full experience that I could get. Um, So I decided to direct my own education and do more things that I wanted to do myself and that I was interested in. So adventure is a huge part of my um, education or life, I guess. Um, And so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now, just letting adventure and those experiences take me to the next steps. That's great. Well, I'd love to hear maybe a little bit more about, um, so in your bio, we mentioned that you've been everywhere from Guatemala to France. And then about the sixth grade, you said you wanted a normal life. Can you tell us like, were you traveling with your parents or what's the background to that, like to your traveling? Um, Yeah. So I, my mom loves to travel um, and she works online. So those things were great for going anywhere. Um, and I was homeschooled until sixth grade. But, you know, I, did, I was moving around a little bit and didn't really feel like I had, like, just as I started to make friends, I would move. And I wanted to be normal, you know, like when you're, how old was I, 10 or something. I just wanted to fit in with all the other kids and, and not be different. Um, so, yeah, I just, I wanted to go to school, even if that meant not doing quite as cool of things that I was doing. 
Um, so I did that for, I jumped around schools quite a bit. I did that from sixth grade till 10th grade. Yeah. And then it says that, you know, in, uh, again, in your bio, you know, in 10th grade, you realized that that traditional education wasn't for you. Like, give me the background to that. Like, you know, how did you just come to decide that? And then, you know, what was the steps from there? Yeah. So it's kind of a funny story. I, you know, I didn't really learn anything in 10th grade. Um, so it was, I think I either just gotten out of school or was right about to get out of school of my sophomore year. And my mom and I were sitting in a Thai restaurant and I just, it honestly came out of nowhere. I just started to think about like the options that I could do if I wasn't um, like confined to a classroom and having particular assignments, like the projects I could do and internships. Like I was into art and jewelry making and, you know, adventure. So like, what are the super cool things that I could do? Um, that would just take my, my learning and, um, to another level and excite me more. Um, so I thought about that for a while and um, kind of got fired up. And finally, I'm, I don't remember exactly when, I decided to um, not go to the school that I was planning on going to the next year. And so that's where it really began. And it, that was the big leap from. That's great. So that was that, that kind was of education. Yeah, it was that you completely your idea, or did your mom yeah. kind of encourage that? Okay, were you worried about like leaving the friends? I mean, that was the whole point of going to like a traditional school, correct? Yes, I. I mean, about your friends, how are how are you feeling about that? So I wasn't moving. I still had um, a bunch of friends in Burlington, and like at, at the public school I went to, I didn't really feel like I really socialized with my friends that much. You know, there's like a little bit, but most of the time you're just in class and then you go to the next class. And um, so I didn't really feel like I'd be losing much in terms of socializing and I could just see my friends outside of school. Um, I felt like it was more of a gain than a loss in that way. Yeah. Yeah, And that's very true. I mean, sometimes when we're in traditional public school, you know, we, we can't socialize in the classroom anyway. Um, And so it's just time in the hallway or, whatever so so you continued like even though you left school you continued those friendships then and yeah and I also did like sailing and and cross-country running so that's also a place where I got a lot of friend time I guess Um, but yeah I saw my friends outside of school hours and that worked that's awesome so what did you find with like the discovery of education because I mean you've experienced almost two different paradigms of traveling versus you know in the traditional classroom you know what was that discovery of education like like what do you feel like the purpose of education is that might be different to what anyway what other people might say yeah I feel like a lot of the traditional school system is based around memorizing and taking tests and setting people up it's it sets the student up to be good at being tested or, or remembering things, but not for actually learning them and, you know, keeping them in your memory and knowing about them. So, yeah, I feel like education is more about experiences and um, growing through experiences. If someone's not into adventure, it doesn't have to be adventure. It can be, I don't know what someone's super into, but I feel like education is more hands-on and really breaking things apart and learning 
really learning about it rather than just learning of the fact and writing it down in a test. Well, and just maybe book learning may be different than like being out actually experiencing and doing those things. Is that what you're meaning? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's a, there's a big difference to that for sure. And what do you feel like, um, you said you were homeschooled before, maybe this would be good to add to the background part, but um, you said you were homeschooled before as you were traveling, were you kind of unschooled or did your, I mean, you know, give us an idea of what your education other than traveling looked like, uh, you know, as you were younger, when you were younger. Yeah. So I did like Khan Academy um, for math and um, I, I believe I did Oak Meadow for a little bit. Um, but that wasn't really my style. So I, my mom kind of, mm, she gave me experiences and I like, I learned French and Spanish in Guatemala and France, um, which was huge because I learned so much faster than I would have in a traditional classroom, like with actual people who, you know, just in, in day-to-day life, hearing it and, and having to speak it and everything, being immersed in it. And yeah, she gave me a lot of experiences and I would go do things with people um, in those places and learn from them. So yeah, I, I guess you'd say like experiential learning. Okay. Um, yeah. And, yeah. It sounds like, like kind of like an unschooling thing where you got to decide and you led, you know, what you were interested in and then your mother helped kind of provide those um, maybe those places or whatever for for you to have those experiences. Okay, that's yeah. great. Yeah. So, what what challenges do you feel like you know going from you know this world schooling kind of experiential learning or unschooling to the traditional model? Did you have was that like a difficult transition for you? Um, one of the big challenges for me is staying focused in what I'm doing and you know not getting distracted and procrastinating. So that's, that's one challenge. Another challenge is it's, there's a lot of explaining to do to people. Like I have to tell, I, I tell them what I'm doing and there's questions. So it, it does take a lot of energy to kind of really let people know what I'm doing and um, compare it to like just saying, yeah, I'm going to this school and studying this. Um, so you feel like your biggest challenge was just explaining to other people like what, how you were learning versus when you went to school, they didn't, nobody really cared how you were learning. It was just like, oh, she goes to school. <laughs> Is that, am I hearing you right? Like, yeah, partly. I mean, also, yeah, that's one of them. So like I said, the um, keeping myself on track and not getting distracted. And also it's hard to, to really figure out what, I'm going to do like I haven't decided all the things I'm going to do next year besides doing the PCT Pacific Crest Trail again so it's it's a challenge to just find or like yeah decide what adventures or other types of things I'm going to do well really that's that's everybody's life right I mean it's that's part of goal setting right that we that everybody struggles with going, okay, what, what's my goals for maybe next year versus, um, you know, what I'm doing now. So do you feel like that kind of because of that challenge where you have to kind of figure out your own direction that maybe that would help prepare you better for adulthood? Because I mean, we're all in those challenges of trying to figure out our goals. 
Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I think having to plan my own life is, or my own education is definitely a, a super valuable um, skill to have rather than being given assignments and just completing them and not thinking any more about it. Yeah, that's great. I think that's wonderful. So as you're doing, starting your world school, um, you know, your self-directed education uh, kind of adventures, uh, are there challenges to that? Like, I mean, why did you decide to do those? And, and um, what challenges did you have, like, by trying to figure that out? Well, the PC, the Pacific Crest Trail, I was, my mom and I were out training for a little section of the Appalachian Trail. And um, she just suggested, like, what if you hiked the Pacific Crest Trail? And immediately I was like, yes. Like, even before she got the sentence out, um, I was all for it. So um, I don't know, it just kind of felt right. And over the past few years, I've gotten more and more into adventure. So, and I also really like fitness. So I think it just, it worked well. And it seemed like the right thing to do at that point. That's awesome. So basically, like when you're doing the Pacific Crest Trail, when you're doing the Pacific uh, Crest Trail, did you, I mean, the whole idea is like just kind of inviting people to go with you type of thing. And that's like you're leading this adventure. Is Do I have that right? No, the Pacific Crest Trail was just for myself. I okay. wasn't, it wasn't like a, I wasn't a guide or anything. I just, it was something, it was an adventure for myself. Okay. I was thinking that maybe you were, I was, I'm looking at your website and I'm seeing a lot of pictures with different friends and stuff like that. So I didn't know, are those friends that you just kind of met along the way as you were, um, as you've been doing some hiking and different things like that? Yeah, I met um, a bunch of more people hiked to their crest trail as well. And there's this thing called trail families. So it's basically where a group of hikers kind of come, come together and, become super close and hike together and they're not always together but they become kind of a close-knit group so um even though I only had five days on the trail and I knew that group that you're probably seeing for like two or three days um we got really close because uh, I mean we we hiked in the snow we had we had some some hard terrain so that that made us pretty close <laughs> that's awesome yeah. Great. Well, great. It looks like you do a lot of different things like that with um, either hiking or running or different things like that. Correct? Is that how you usually spend your time? Yeah, I hike. I run. I've I've been running a lot lately, and I do other things. I do a lot of art. I'm working on some um, pencil portraits right now of my friends. That was a project I gave myself last fall. Um, I play guitar. I um, I sail in the fall with my sailing team. I do I do lots of stuff. But um, right now I'm working on finishing everything up for my for the home study. It's like these projects I gave myself for the year. So I'm finishing that up right now and running. And I'm actually planning to hike the Colorado Trail this next month. So that's oh, wow. also something on my radar. That's cool. Yeah, and we're uh, that's a good time because. Uh, next month of July. So <laughs> I, I know there's a lot of snow up there. So that's great. What I'd love to hear. So you said one of the things I can ask you is what do you think like self-directed education is richer than traditional education? Like, you know, you have a lot of experience in, on either side at this point. Well, yeah, like I said, it, it's the experience that really gives the richness to the, to it. So 
I think that being, you know, hands-on and really being immersed in an experience like that is so much richer than just learning names and dates of, of wars or names of um, famous people and writing them for a test. It's just like black and white for me. I, that's great. Well, how do you feel like your paradigm has changed over time with experience about self-directed learning? It sounds like, you know, you were doing that before. You thought, I'm going to try a little bit of this classroom stuff, and then now you're back out. But how has it changed kind of through that whole process? I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm super big into adventure. It's kind of the center of what I'm doing right now. And I wouldn't say I was quite as adventurous when I was 9 and 10 and before going to school and even part of my school time in school I wasn't super adventurous Um, it's kind of grown over the past couple years but yeah so I've grown as a person over you know as everybody does over a, a while and I guess I've gotten a lot more confident in myself both just because I'm growing up but also because I've kind of stepped off the beaten path and led myself and I'm not really I'm not afraid to do things on my own now and I used to be super shy and now I'm working on it I'm not as shy anymore so yeah and some that comes with age and when you're nine and ten you're um you're a little more timid because you're just young so that makes sense yeah um, so what do you feel like are unique ideas that you have in the area of self-directed education? I mean, yeah, I think it's super important to take risks and really just do what fires you up and do what you want to do and not conform to just not settle for something you don't, you're not super interested in, but just because it's easier because it's what everybody else is doing. I think it's really important to follow yourself that's cool. Uh, well, and you talked about like you do like some of your own projects or whatever. Is that like, tell me now how you're leading that education. You were talking about how you were finishing up some of your own like projects or your home study that you were doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me like about that kind of education. Is that, is that something you're doing through a program or are you uh, just, you know, you have certain goals and then you move in that direction? I mean, it's kind of both. The home study thing is, I, it's, it's a, I guess it's called a program, but it's not really a program. It's through the state of Vermont. So it will, it allows me to graduate. Um, okay. As, as I would graduate, I have to like, I have to write everything that I'm doing and give myself, there's like certain subjects that I have to do things in. Um, so I kind of, <laughs> base my projects off of those and there's still things that I'm interested in but they are under subjects that in order to graduate I need to do that's and awesome the yeah the charcoal the pen the portraits weren't part of that um but that's just something I've been really interested in lately and want to pursue that's really cool do you feel like there are three key points about like the message that you've delivered you know in in the bio uh, we talked about, you've had your story published on the Alliance for Self-Directed Education, their online magazine, Tipping Point. You know, did you have any points in there that you wanted to, to talk about? Maybe advice or different things like that? Yeah, I mean, I think going back to what I said about taking risks, that's a big, 
a big thing. You're not going to really um, grow. You wouldn't grow as much if you didn't take risks and you wouldn't learn and, um, or you would learn, but not as much. And taking risks just enriches um, one's life so much more than staying inside your comfort zone. So that's one big one. And like that, stepping out of the box and not having to do what everybody else is doing, like I felt like I did. And also doing what you want to do and following your own interests and yeah, following your own interests. That's really awesome. Well, how did you get contacted to, you know, be part of their story? Was it something that you just submitted or something that they, did they seek you out? Um, so I, I know somebody who is also involved in the alternative education world. And she, um, I was talking to her about just my, what I'm doing and everything. And she suggested that I write a story for them. So uh, there's a place to submit. You don't have to talk to them. You just submit it and then they reach out to you and with edits and then it gets published. That's awesome. And then how did you get connected with Blake Bowles? He's been on our podcast a couple of times and uh, somewhat of a good friend, but just interested in how he knew about you and yeah, shared um, your story. I think, so there was a time, let's see if I can remember this. There was a time when I was younger, maybe 12 or something. Oh, I think I was trying to decide about high school and what I wanted to do for that. And my mom reached out to him and we talked a little bit, um, but they kind of left off there. I don't remember, don't really remember much about that. And then um, I think he saw me from the Tipping Points article and he decided to reach out again and we talked about that a little bit and then he um, invited me on his podcast and I actually, we, uh, you've probably heard it, but we, we recorded it the, the night before I started the Pacific Crest Trail. So that was... <laughs> <laughs> Let's yeah. add on an extra bit of stress there. Right? That's yeah. interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Well, tell me about maybe some of your upcoming adventures. What do you see like in the future for you? Yeah. So like I said, the Colorado Trail, I'm starting that with a friend in the next month or so. Um, so that's 500 miles long. So wow. take about um, four to five weeks, hopefully. So that's the, that's the most upcoming one. I am also, I'm not sure if it's going to happen yet, but I'm training for a marathon the, in Hawaii in December. We'll see if it's allowed to happen with lots of heavy breathing and whatever. But um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I've gotten more into running lately um, and I want to do something with that. And then also doing the PCT again, starting next spring. Well, that's cool. Well, and you have a website, zoegreenhouse.com. What feedback have you received about your message and some of those adventures that you've planned? Um, how are you helping other people to be more successful? With the feedback part, most of the feedback I get is super positive and, you know, my friends are super interested in what I'm doing and supportive and many of the adults that I encounter are also very supportive and I think it's super cool. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely, there, there are some people who are a little bit skeptical, but it's what I want to do, so they can be skeptical if they want. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's their prerogative, for sure. Yeah. 
Um, the other question was how I'm... Yeah, how are you helping other people be more successful? Um, I don't know if I'd say I'm quite to that level yet. Uh, <laughs> right, now, right now, I'm kind of working on myself and discovering what I what I'm into and who I am and everything. So, Well, and maybe a better question is how are you supporting other people? I'm sure, you know, if you have people reaching out to you, um, have you ever helped anybody kind of take the leap and, you know, like you were saying, uh, have the courage to like take those risks? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, um, never, you never know though. Maybe, maybe it's happened. But. Yeah, um, I haven't gotten there yet. Maybe in the future, but uh, yeah right now not to that level <laughs> yeah if, if anybody wants to reach out and ask any questions go ahead i'd be happy to help <laughs> that's great well tell me something that you've learned that has caused your life to feel more meaningful and maybe move you towards like what you feel you know is really passionate you talked about that as being one of those points that you know you do the stuff that you love you know what's something that you've learned um, maybe other than taking risks or you know, going without that fear type of thing. But is there something else that you could add to that? I mean, at that point when I realized that I didn't need to um, go to a traditional school to learn was a really big turning point in my life, I guess. And also, I, I just, I, now that I've stepped off, that I'm not um, conforming to the traditional education and learning ways of learning I see so many more things as learning experiences like I don't think I don't know if I would have seen hiking a long trail as a learning experience when I was in school before but now there's so many ways that um that can grow me and um, teach me so much so that's awesome I guess those are two things yeah, that's great. Well, and what about habits? I mean, obviously, we talked early on about the goal setting. Do you have any habits that's been maybe more helpful to better learning? Being able to break down big projects is a big thing that I need to do. Otherwise, it's just super overwhelming for me. But being able to turn them into smaller little goals and, and check it off my list more often is a habit that helps move things forward faster and also the ability to set my own timeline and yeah, do things when, when it works for me. Yeah. Well, and scheduling yourself, I feel like is sometimes the most difficult thing, you know, you find yourself, yeah. at least with me, um, I find myself just uh, mindlessly looking at something on Netflix or something, you know, and, yeah. and just procrastinating maybe is a challenge for me. So right. that's really commendable and that you are at least like working towards maybe trying to stay more focused and then, you know, uh, working on that daily schedule for sure. Yeah, it's definitely so. tough to stay focused. <laughs> Especially, uh, well, it's tough all the time, but yeah. I know when I was younger, it was even harder. So tell me, what are some long-term goals that you have for yourself and you know, how does that work into a legacy you talked about like, so you're doing some schooling through Vermont so that you can graduate. What do you see beyond that graduation? I mean, I'm not really looking into the future a whole lot. I am more focused on doing what I want to do now and letting that lead me into the future. But I do know that I want adventure to be a big part of my life for the rest of my life, as long as it can be. But apart from adventure and doing as much as I can with 
my time, I'm pretty open. <laughs> That's awesome. And do you see like college in your future or, or what's the, I mean, you, you talked about how you love charcoal drawing and things like that. Do you see yourself going more into like that entrepreneurial realm or do you want to go and uh, maybe experience college? I have no idea. Um, I mean, what I've been saying is if something pops up that I am super interested in and that I could um, really benefit with college, then that might be the direction that I'll go in. But if if not, or if I can do the thing that I'm super interested in or things better on my own, then I will probably do that. So we'll have to see where that takes me. <laughs> well, sometimes, like you said, you have to kind of uh, fill out the waters and just kind of decide. Yeah. Great. Well, do you have any final parting words for our listeners? And then give us your contact information, how they can find out about you. Parting advice. Yeah, just take every opportunity you can to do super fun things and learning experiences or just an awesome adventure. So take the risk. That's awesome. Well, and yeah, even though... Um, even though I know that you feel like maybe you're not, you haven't mentored anybody or led other people to their life's mission, just the fact that you're living your life and you're living that adventure out, I think um, sometimes we are more of a help to other people than we realize. So definitely. So yeah, to, that'd be cool. <laughs> go ahead and give us your contact information. Yeah. So you said my website, it's zoegreenhouse.com. Just know why, like greenhouse, like the house of plants <laughs> um, and then my instagram is also zoe greenhouse that's awesome yeah. and what what's some things that people might find on your website that might be of interest to them yeah my website has a ton of stuff on it um it's got a lot of kind of more an in-depth explanation of who i am what i'm doing the projects i'm working on my past and future adventures yeah that's great Lots and and do you feel like because you have a website, like uh, I know like Blake Bowles, he would post like, you know, his goals on the website. Do you feel like that holds you to like an accountability type of thing? I mean, is that why you started the website or what's the purpose behind that? I, I don't know. I guess I started the website to let people know who I am. And um, I also like website design. So that was fun. To That's make. cool. Um, and yeah, kind of put myself out there and so that people can see me. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Zoe. Again, we've been talking with Zoe Greenhouse. She's a self-directed student who's, you know, driving her own education, hopefully soon to be graduating from uh, Vermont State with her, I don't know, high school diploma. Is that correct? Yes. <laughs> That's great. I really appreciate, like I said, even though you probably feel like you aren't being, you know, a mentor, a leader in some of these ways, I, just the fact that you're doing it um, sometimes is, is all we need. We just need to see that somebody else can do it and be successful. Again, her website is zoegreenhouse.com and her Instagram handle is zoegreenhouse. But we're going to be sure to link all that information on our website as well. Thank you so much, Zoe, for coming on and talking to us about what it's like to be a self-directed learner. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to The Luminous Mind. Music featured in this episode from Scott Holmes. To learn more about our podcast, check us out at theluminousmind.net.